Welcome to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Join the podcast mogul Phil Better as he interviews successful entrepreneurs that make their living in the digital world. Now, let's join your host, Phil Better, and his special guest today on Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am Phil Better, the podcast mogul, and I am joined by the founder of Health Movement, Mr. Boomer Perot. Mr. Perot, how are you today, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing excellent. I'm really excited. You're a young entrepreneur. We like to get you guys, young entrepreneurs, on the show to share your knowledge with uh, our audience here on Investing Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. So, Boomer, why don't you just tell us a bit about yourself, how you got started, and all that fun stuff? Yeah, for sure. So first, I want to say, I know you say young entrepreneur, but in a few weeks, I'm going to be uh, hitting my 30s. I don't know. Uh, I know some people say that's a baby age, but only <laughs> your 30s, it's the first birthday. I'm like, holy cow, like, I not feel old, but it's a big number. I've been there. I've been there. I, I, I'm, I'm hitting my 36th year uh-huh. on this uh, beautiful planet. And when I hit 30, it was, uh, yeah, I, I get you. I get it's It's changing because you're in your 20s. You're like, even if you're 29, you're like, I'm in my 20s still. Yeah. It's you're like, oh, you can be like 21 at that point. But when you hit, say 30, you're like, you're a responsible adult. Now you have bills to pay. Like you're the same age. Your parents were starting to have their family. So yeah, I get you. Yeah. I get yeah. you. But I also know my birthday is going to come and I'm going to feel the exact same. Nothing's going to change. It's just a number. But uh, yeah, so how I got started. Uh, well, first, I'll say uh, I am an online health and fitness coach. Uh, I've been doing it for a couple years now. Uh, so I guess how we got here, I'll take it back to my early 20s where, uh, you know, I first got into fitness. And like most uh, guys and girls, I'm sure I did it to look good. Um, I, you know, got some results and I enjoyed it. So like a lot of guys as well, I was like, oh, you know, I guess that means I could be a personal trainer. So (laughs) I became an in-person personal trainer that time. And um, of course, anyone that has been a successful trainer knows that just because you enjoy it and get yourself results doesn't make you a very good uh, trainer. So right on cue, I was not a good one. didn't, and then ended up not enjoying it, so I switched uh, career paths. Uh, I know this podcast is focused on you know digital online stuff, so uh, I guess fast forward to around my mid twenties. Uh, I've I was a te- I'm still am a technician actually, uh, but I was a technician. But I always had you know the mindset of you know doing good for the world, doing good for others. So. My first digital project was a charity-like organization called One a Week. I started completely from uh, scratch with the help of a friend to get the word out there. And One a Week was a charity-like organization to promote uh, mental health and positivity through random acts of kindness. And it was done all through um, social media. So I linked with other companies out there that were actually in the digital space and that, that had products. And what I did was I encouraged people to share their or perform good deeds and share them with us via social media. And then I would uh, select somebody kind of at random. It was more of a surprise than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people that don't like using the word incentive to do good deeds. Yeah. It takes it away. But uh, I guess I surprised them with a gift uh, 
brought on by the um, the companies that uh, we partnered with. And I did that for, uh, man, to be honest, I'm not even sure. I think it was two to three years. Uh, we ended up getting something like 7,000 actually shared with us. So it was good. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure a good amount of those would have been done anyway, but I know a good amount also were done just because of, you know, one a week, the organization, yeah. it was also hey. the ones that were done. You know, it's cool to, I don't like the thought process that um, you should keep all your good deeds to yourself because if I do something good and I tell somebody about it, even if, you know, I don't need to do it for gratification, but just to tell somebody that can now inspire somebody else to go do something and they can change somebody's life. That would have never happened if they never heard my good deeds. So um, that's, you know, everyone that has a problem with uh, those, that's what I like to say to them. But yeah, I, I, I'm going to that. Like, I, I think what they have a problem are the ones that do it to try and show off. Yeah. Like if, if I go ahead and I, uh, I give a dollar, a couple dollars to, or buy a meal for a homeless person. And I, I go to my best friend. I'm like, yeah, I just bought this homeless, me- uh, this homeless gentleman or homeless person, a meal, uh, just because like they looked hungry. Like at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, you did it out of the beneficial of your heart. You didn't, yeah. you didn't do it for clout or anything famous like that. It's when you go, you have someone filming them as they're buying the meal and going, I'm buying this meal for this homeless person because they can't do it. And they're just trying to show off, look how nice I am. Mm-hmm. I think that's where some people, I think, have a problem with it. No, yeah, it's, that's definitely the case. And I agree for the most part. Like a lot of most things in life is about intention, not the mm-hmm. act itself. Uh, but even still, and I've changed my mindset about those, like even the fake ones that you see on YouTube that, uh, they get paid actors to act as homeless people, like those people, you know, probably some scummy people, uh, setting all those up, but it still can inspire somebody. Yeah. So it's, it's not it, like anything bad's coming out of those things. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. I guess, I guess the, the end result is a, is a net positive for the world, more positive people. So yeah, I guess yeah, I I think I can accept the uh, the scum ones doing it because they're yeah. inspiring the others. Okay, fair fair good point good point I like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so after however many years I did that, a couple years ago, um, you know, I started to lose passion for it because again, it was a charity organization, and I was uh, intentionally doing it so I made zero money. I didn't want to get any donations or anything like that. Any donations that did come in, I always gave them back out. Uh, but I was getting burnt out. And while I was getting burnt out, I started thinking, okay, well, I'm still a technician at this time. And I didn't enjoy that. And it started really make me think of, you know, what things can I add to my life that I do enjoy? And sure enough, health and fitness came back. Because I've always, even when I stopped uh, being a personal trainer, that's always been like my biggest passion, not just for myself, just education. I always help people. Uh, so I learned so much uh, throughout my 20s. And I decided that I was going to give it another go being a personal trainer. But this time, um, now I had, you know, more knowledge, just not only in the uh, health and fitness industry, but also as a coach, so I could uh, help people better. And I also wanted to do it online. So, uh, like many before me, I, uh, tried to, you know, do it all online by myself. Uh, I was struggling to get clients. 
there was somebody from my hometown that ha- was actually a online personal trainer as well, who was very, very successful. And he started a coaching program to help online personal trainers. So I ended up joining his coaching program earlier this year. And it's been uh, much, I've obviously had my ups and downs like everybody else, but it's been much more smooth sailing. And I've uh, seen a lot more success uh, after hiring him as a coach and learning the ins and outs of actually how, how to find clients and how to, you know, put them through the process of the moment you, you know, introduce yourself to the moment that uh, you sign them up. So, yeah, it's been uh, definitely um, an interesting two years and a lot of frustration, but uh, we're still here and, you know, every day uh, we're growing a little bit more. I love it. I love it because you're still, you're you're far along in the process, but you're still early in the process. And you're still, you're showing like, hey, I was getting successes, but with my, I, I decided to invest in yourself. You're invested in a coach so that they could take you to the next level because you know they already had the success because mm-hmm. they're, they, they, you, you were following their success and then they're like, now I'm ready to teach you guys. And that's great to have that mentor uh, relationship, even if it's a coach, because that's going to last forever. Definitely. And that's something that's changed with me a lot in the last few years where earlier on in my life, I would have came up with the reasons of why it wasn't worth hiring a coach. Like, oh, like, you know, if they could do it on their own, that means I could do it, figure a way to do it on my own. Uh, you know, what if they're, you know, just a scam artist and they're not going to teach me and, you know, just anything you can think of, but just to find why it's not worth the cost. But, uh, the more, I've grown as a person, the more I realize not just for business, but really anything in life, a coach can help you. The amount of uh, health and fitness professionals and coaches that actually have their own coaches for their own health and fitness is uh, a pretty high number. People would be surprised. And it just goes to show that no matter how well educated you are, how good you are at something, you can always get help from somebody else in that category. So, uh, yeah. Hiring coaches for anything in life can definitely be very beneficial. Yeah, it it's so important. I've I've hired coaches for my businesses, how to do outreach and sales because I was I, I never learned sales because I was always in customer service. So my customer service is perfect. My sales part though is horrible because I've never had to do sales. So I had to hire a coach for that to help get me more clients and learn how to properly sell to uh, my my ideal clients. So yeah, I know. I love how you went and got a coach who was actually going, here's the whole business model. This is how you do it because this is the niche that I'm in. So it's freaking awesome for that. Um, I do want to ask, um, apart from that great tip of hiring a coach to help you get to the next level, is there a tip maybe for some beginner entrepreneurs? Like if you're thinking back when you were still doing the charity, you were kind of in that digital entrepreneur world, but then you decided, hey, I'm, I'm getting burnt out. I want to have a change. And that's what mainly most of our audience is. They, they want to get out of the nine to five grind. What tip would you have for them when they, to, to, to kind of like start getting out of that nine to five grind? Yeah, I mean, I got a few. The, the One of the biggest ones would be hiring a coach, but beyond that, a lot of these are probably stuff people have heard before. But there's also a reason for that. Uh, so if someone wants a new one, uh, sorry, but uh, it would be probably the biggest one outside of hiring a coach, maybe even the biggest one is not to wait. Uh, I used to do that a lot as well. Just 
if it wasn't perfect, I would just, you know, keep working on something before I put it out where the best way to perfect something is to, you know, be sloppy with it in the beginning. And it's going to have, it's going to be inevitable when you first start, no matter how prepared you think you are, whatever it is, I'll just use, uh, the fitness as an example. When I first started working with people, I, w I waited a few months because I wanted to get better at the whole online thing since I was new to it. But it was still, you know, a work in progress, even when I started after taking those few months. So if I had just started a few months earlier, I would have been able to, you know, figure things out a bit faster and been much farther ahead after those few months of waiting. So I would definitely tell people not to wait and just obviously you don't want to, you know, go in recklessly. But as long as you have some type of foundation to work on, uh, don't just keep researching, actually just dive into whatever you want to do again, strategically, not recklessly, and you're going to be much better off, um, you know, six months, a year in, however long in, than you would have if you waited that six months, even up to a year to start. So that's probably one of the other biggest ones. And then you have ones, you know, like just be authentic to yourself. Uh, again, seems like it's not that important, but I'm doing like the charity for a few years. Uh, I was guilty of not totally being myself in the beginning and trying to be this super, you know, like happy, never, never flare, never say, you know, anything negative at all. No, like, uh, jokes that could come off offensive. Uh, not that just I'm the perfect person. human being, yeah. there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and not that, you know, I'm out here, you know, swearing every other word and, you know, making fun of people, but, uh, you know, every now and then I do drop an F bomb and, you know, I do find, uh, humor that is not exactly politically correct funny so uh, i've learned to just be myself because it is difficult to navigate uh, not being authentic to yourself and it's just so much easier and you'll actually find in most cases i think that in the long term you'll attract more people that are interested in working with you uh the, the real you versus being fake to who you are and you can see through that so uh, yeah, again, a lot of the tips is just the stuff most people have heard before. But again, there's a reason for that. It's true. If if it's being repeated by some of the greats, it must be true. They may be just putting it in their own words, but it is important to be yourself, be authentic, because that's the only way you're going to work with people that you want to work with. We're in a, a world where there's 7 billion possible clients you, when you go into the entrepreneurial world. So it's it's not everybody. You don't have to go after everybody. You can find a thousand fans and monetize them or a thousand clients and monetize them and boom, you're set for life. So yeah, be your authentic self is, is such great advice. Thank you, Boomer, for that. Um, moving along, you've been you, about nine years, we'll say that you've been in this, this world of digital entrepreneurship, if you will. Um, you must have collected a thousand memories in that time. Could you maybe like pick out maybe one or two memories that you find are like some great memories that you had in your journey? Mm -hmm. So uh, the biggest one that comes to mind, uh, and I'll give you a couple more because this one has nothing to do with uh, online work, but through it's my fine. charity, I, um, again, it wasn't online, but of course to hold myself accountable to doing good deeds, uh, two of the winters and i actually did this in the summers as well but the winters were the main one i would collect uh clothes and then 
with the help of friends and family, because I got a lot, would individualize them. So I'd make like put uh, as close to whole outfits. So like socks, uh, underwear, pants, shirt, sweatshirt uh, into bags and then hand them out outside of soup kitchens. And that's probably the most proud I've ever been of myself. I think over the two years I did it, uh, we ended up collecting and handing out at least one piece of uh, article of clothing, if not whole outfits, to um, around like 500 people. And uh, that's life changing right there. Yeah. It's, um, you know, obviously there's charities doing way more, but just the fact that, you know, I did this spending zero money. I did it all through word of mouth, uh, getting, uh, you know, reaching out to people on in Facebook groups of uh, nearby towns I was in. Uh, doing everything just in my house. I ventured my, my mom's house because I didn't have enough room in my own place to hold all the bags. Uh, yeah, and then just finding soup kitchens and literally just driving and standing outside them from like six in the morning to uh, eight or nine and just having people come up and, you know, get to meet some of them, get to hear some people's stories. Uh, that's definitely my proudest moment. Uh, something that's more related to online. It's probably just my first sale with... Um, the, the training. I actually got two sales in like my first two weeks. And of course, something like that happens. You're like, oh my God, this is the easiest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. It was like the- and then you go dry for three months straight. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was, uh, it was like the first two people I spoke to, uh, they were in. And then I think for the next two months, like I didn't get a single person. But uh, th- that, those first two people were, you know, are always, I'm always going to remember that feeling I had. But uh, yeah, so I would say those two things. Awesome. I love it. Those are great memories to have. And I remember my first two clients and then going dry for a few months. Uh, I went about three months dry without any clients. And then all of a sudden it just started pouring clients. And I was like, I don't know what I did. What happened here? Um, but yeah, no, it's always great. Those, those are great. Like both of those are amazing memories to have. Like you have a life changing one, both personally for you, but also the about the 500 people that you've uh, helped keep warm or at least have a different change of outfit for them so they can feel like a normal person, you know, and that's life changing because that's a confident boosting as well for yourself and as well as those people. And those people will interact with others in in amazing ways. So that's like a, an amazing ripple effect right there. And then obviously a, a personal one with the digital entrepreneurship, but getting those two clients is always getting your first client online is just, or making your first sale online is just like something like next level. I find it's like, Oh my God, this is actually possible. And then it just is probably like building your a store. You know, you, most of them put their first dollar up. We just get excited for our first sale. So that's, those are great memories to have. I, I want to thank you for sharing those with us. Yeah, definitely. It's also like, so the, the first sale is amazing, but, um, I've learned to appreciate the struggles too. Uh, so it's not like, it's obviously not going to be as fulfilling as that first day. <laughs> no. <laughs> Those months where I do have zero success or I just get super, super frustrated. I I'm learning to appreciate that more because I do know when those good months come, like it just makes me appreciate that more. And eventually when I get to a point where of course there's always going to be struggles, but where it's more consistently uh, just always good. Um, that's just going to, it's everything, all the goods are just made so much better when you do have those struggles. So uh, that's a bit more 
uh, of an unorthodox answer, but the, the struggles is something I definitely have learned to appreciate more where back in the yeah. day, that probably wouldn't have been the case. Because with, without the struggles, you can't appreciate your wins. Like you won't be able to measure like, okay, this month was a, a $5 month, whereas next month is a $20,000 month. Like you can't, if every month is a $20,000 month, you're like, okay, wow, $20,000 would be. But if it's like, okay, one month's 20, one's zero, one's 30. And you're like, okay, now I can, I love those months that I can go without some because I appreciate those big wins later on. Another great piece of advice. My God. 29 years old, passing out knowledge like he's a 150-year-old monk on a mountaintop. I love it. Thank you, Boomer. I'll get there eventually. (laughs) Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, Boomer, um, I'm trying to think of another question to ask you. Like, What's next? Because you're obviously an entrepreneur with a huge heart. Because I don't think anybody would stand outside of a soup kitchen from like 6 in the morning to 9 uh, handing out clothing to people. So what what is the big goal? Like, what is the, like, we we fast forward, you're at the end of the life. What is it that you really want to have accomplished in your life right now? Uh, I mean, right now it's just creating a stable, steady training business. Because when I stopped the charity, I did want to start something up again that was going to be focused on, um, you know, something a little more direct as in, you know, being able to help people more practically. Like I was thinking it would be something to have to do with kids or uh, probably kids. So I want to be able to create something that's very uh, self-sufficient as a business and stable. So while I have that going on, still putting some work in it, of course, I want to focus on starting um another charity that is like i said is going to be a bit more practical as far as saying okay well we do this uh we help this person and we know that this is going to help them in this way so a bit more direct with the help but uh that is you know down the road once i continue to put work in in the personal training business and you know just finding ways to help people i started doing podcasts uh, probably two months ago And the big reason I wanted to do them was just to, I mean, in this case, uh, or with this podcast, it's more so directed towards helping people uh, or give them any advice I can to grow their business. But a lot of them, we talk more directly on the health aspect. And I've been doing it just because everything that's been going on in the last 20 months, uh, at least in the United States, one of the main things that seems to be missing from mainstream media is advice on how to actually make people healthy. You know, not, nothing that's being shared is meant to help people get healthy. It's meant to prevent them from getting COVID or scaring them into uh, being fearful to step outside their house. Like there hasn't been anything to say, okay, hey, we'll do X, Y, and Z. So to actually build your immune system. So vaccine or no vaccine, you're going you have a better to be chance, better off. Yeah. And so that's the big thing uh the big reason why i want to start doing podcasts and yes yeah, so that's i guess the more short-term goal is just keep you know giving out free advice to help people in any way i can and then as i continue to grow the business eventually get to another uh type of charity there we go i love it i love how you have a kind of an end goal for the business the business to be self-sufficient enough so that you can ha- go help go ahead and help other people um boomer 
we're coming up to the end here. Um, I'm a voracious book eater. Uh, I love reading. It's something that I love to do. And I love getting advice from other entrepreneurs about books that have helped them. Um, would you like to care? Would you care to share a book or two that you find that entrepreneurs should always have in their catalog? So the first one I'll say, and to be fair, this could be like just an average book, uh, but it was the first self-help book I ever read. So I might just think it's way better than other people, but it's uh, Take the Stairs by Rory Vaden, uh, which if I remember correctly, and I could, uh, again, I read this probably five, six years ago, but I believe it was a lot of practical tips of how to be productive, how to be in the right mindset, how to set goals, and a lot of the stuff that you want to start building off of when you do want to grow as a person or professionally or any other uh, area. So I would say Take the Stairs by Rory Vaden. Um, up with a uh, second one, I'm actually going to go to, I have, I'm a massive reader too, so I actually have a list of a bunch of books I've read or want to read. Um, if I go look at this real quick, um, for more, I guess I'll say for more of a, on a financial side, I would say Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've read Amazing that book. Three, three times now, and I've heard other people say it um, with this book in particular, but it's so true. Each time I've read it, I've gotten something new out of it. So I would say for more of a uh, financial side, not just personal development, I would definitely say Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Amazing. He's He's one of the Dream 100 for this podcast as well as for my uh one of my clients podcasts as well so um yeah he major influence on my life and on uh many other people's lives uh boomer i'm gonna jump off stage here i'm gonna let you have the full screen here let my audience know where they can find you where they can get in touch with you if they want to learn more about your personal training maybe even uh help you jumpstart that charity maybe a bit sooner or give you some uh ideas but uh, the floor is yours sir thank you so uh, first, I'll say regarding the previous charity, I did have a podcast when I did it, a mental health podcast. It's still up. So if you want to go check out some of the episodes, it's called Unapologetically Me, a mental health podcast. You have to put the whole thing in for me to show up first because uh, there's a couple others called Unapologetically Me. So Unapologetically Me, a mental health podcast. As far as the fitness, you can find me on Instagram at Healthy Movement Blueprint. That's the name of the company, Healthy Movement Blueprint. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. Um, and then just my own personal Facebook where I upload a lot of health and fitness information, just Boomer Peralt. That's Boomer uh, Peralt, P as in Peter, E-R-R-A-U-L-T. I share a bunch of helpful tips and tricks for overall health, more specifically fitness, of course, on all of them. The main demographic I work with is people who work desk jobs or sit a lot that have some type of back or any type of pain that also want to get out of pain and um, get in shape. So if that sounds like you, definitely come and give me a follow. Definitely reach out. I do uh, provide a bunch of value, value to people before I even start working with them. So I can definitely help you out. I also have uh, a link in all of my bios uh, of a questionnaire you can fill out to set up a call with me to see if I can help you and uh, to possibly work together. So, uh, yeah, like I said, I work with people who have any type of pain and want to get in shape. If that sounds like you, 
please reach out because I do truly enjoy helping people. Even if I don't work with them, I do try to provide some type of value. And uh, my, my last plea is just to uh, take your health seriously. There's so many people that have, um, you know, taken their health for granted and they have uh, stayed with this mindset that so many, uh, whether it's the media or the government have just provided to them, which is, or doctors of, you don't take care of your health until you're sick. So you're taking care of sickness, not your health, but be proactive with it. And if this, you know, current, uh, pandemic has shown you anything, uh, it is so important to stay in good health or else, you know, there are some dire consequences to it. So, uh, yeah, once again, that's Healthy Movement Blueprint. I'm Boomer Peralt, and uh, I hope to see some of you over at my pages. Excellent. Oh, amazing, amazing thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the links to connect with Boomer will be in the show notes down below. So please make sure you check it out if you want to get your health uh, to the next level. You know, start getting it healthy because uh, with a healthy mind, a healthy body, you can start getting a healthy wallet because uh, those are the things you need. Um Everybody talks about it. So, Boomer, I want to thank you again for being an amazing guest here on the show, sharing your journey of your digital entrepreneurship. Um, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to follow us here at the Invest in Yourself show by visiting investinyourselfpod.com. I am Phil Better. He is Boomer. I thank you all, and I wish you all a great day. And remember to invest in yourself. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, as a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, philbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is philbetterinc.com. Dot com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest in yourself.